Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on December 13th, 2018. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Academy of Foreign Languages. If you have any interest in learning a new language or brushing up on existing language skills, you should know about the Academy of Foreign Languages. Located in Palos Verdes, the Academy of Foreign Languages specializes in the art of communication. Their mission is to provide the finest language instruction possible. They recognize that each student has distinctive needs and craft their teaching technique to optimize an individual's particular learning skills. At the Academy of Foreign Languages, they strive to create a comfortable environment conducive to learning. So whether you're learning a new language or would simply like to converse in your native tongue, the Academy of Foreign Languages can accommodate you. For additional information, visit their website at academyofforeignlanguages.com, that's all spelled out, or call 310-975-4133. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with SouthBayByJackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'd be doing better if our commercial would run correctly. What's going on with that? Yeah, I don't know. I, well, it doesn't make it. We tested it. We tested it before the show. It was working fine. Yes. And then we yes. go live, and uh, it. what is it, like a 30-second a delay or something? It's, it's doing more than that, there, 45 there, seconds. It, yeah, there's something definitely going on. I I don't know, but you know, it's uh it's uh easy enough to edit out that dead air. So, we will do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. how was your how was your holiday season going so far? You know, it's it's really quiet. It's just our immediate nuclear family, my wife and the kids. Uh, we don't have a lot of family coming to stay or, or you know, we're not going there. It's going to be very South Bay Christmas, I think. Well, have you were you out last weekend? Did you get to see, go, go to any of the events uh, over the last we, 10 days we, or so? Because, gosh, there's been a ton. For the first time, Jackie, we, we were able to see the Manhattan Beach fireworks like a, a tourist. We walked down Manhattan Beach Boulevard. The cops were, you know, uh, uh, yelling at us, "Stay on the sidewalk! Stay on the sidewalk!" And uh, <laughs> it was it was fabulous. <laughs> it was really fun. We had a wait great a minute, time. wait a minute. They close off Manhattan Beach Boulevard to traffic. So, so you were down there yes. before before they closed it off. Okay. All right. Well, no, no. We were but, down there after they closed it off, but they still don't like people walking on the street because people, you know, the residents are still trying to get in and out of their homes and their driveways. And so they want the, you know, the tourists, as I call them, me, we were tourists, to stay on the sidewalks until you get 
west of Valley, west of oh, Arden. Oh, okay. Then, then oh, okay. All right. All, you know, okay. So you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I thought. I thought. Okay. I, I got it now. You were. You were just walking down the middle of the street for the heck of it. Okay. I got it. Uh, yeah. We were. Okay. Well. What weren't those fireworks amazing? I mean, it was so clear, and there was like yes. no humidity. I mean, you could yes. see those fireworks. There was no fog. There was no. There was no marine layer. No clouds. I mean, it it was unbelievable. I mean, th- this was, was one of those years that. It, it it really feels like it's right over your head, you know. Um, did did you go to the boat parade? No, we did not go to the boat parade. So this was the first year in many years that we did not. And you know, um, I'm just I'm things are really busy. This is a very very busy time. Everybody is really really busy this this season of making money or. Not making a lot of money, just busy as heck. I'm, I'm busy going to a bunch of parties. You know, my it, right. you know this time of year, it's one party after the other. Um, went down to the boat parade uh, last Saturday night. Oh my goodness, how much fun! The weather was great. You know, the water hmm. was pretty flat. No wind. You know, no wind. You know, wind. You know, wind is what causes issues. You know, I've always said I don't mind the snow. I don't mind the rain. I don't mind the cold. But if you add wind into any of those situations, it's miserable. Yeah. You know. Uh, it, you know. So, so. Yeah. No. Seriously. So not having any any wind, it was so still. Uh, we actually ended up on a boat in the boat parade. We went down to the dock and were boat hopping and um, ran into some friends and we were on the disappearance and they they made an announcement. Hey, the disappearances. We're going to be leaving the dock. In in two minutes, if you want to get off, get off. You know, so we, so we stayed on and and we we did the trip around the harbor in the boat. And I got I got to meet uh the Grand Marshal Ted Lang was on the boat and uh yeah it, it, what a what a fun night. And you know something, you get off the boat and you don't even have to go in the clubhouse. I mean, but we eventually made our way there. You just run into everybody. You know, everybody mm, is mm. there from the entire South Bay. You know, I ran into, you know, people from El Segundo and Manhattan and PV and tours. I mean, everybody's there. And it, it, it was just so much fun. And again, the yeah. Manhattan Beach fireworks, you know, you, you just run into all sorts of people, you know, you know, a um, lot of yeah. fun. And then last night, last night I was out um, at uh, Elizabeth Deal's uh, annual girls night out uh, every year. Her and her husband adopt a family, and and she she puts together a fundraiser, and it's just the ladies, and that was last mm-hmm. night down at um the King Harbor Tap Room down on the warfront, and boy oh boy what a fun fun night that was uh so so yeah wow. just, and I'm I'm going to another party tonight at Alta House and Hermosa I mean it's just party 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 by December second I'm gonna need a long nap. Right. Excuse me, January right. 6th, January second, not December. <laughs> January second. I'm gonna need a long right. nap. Yeah. Till then, it's just right. go, 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 go. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I'm excited about today's show because we love music during the holidays, and um, there are uh, lots and lots of. This is something that I've never done before. This particular holiday <laughs> experience, and I'm looking forward to that. This is interesting. 
How did you tell yeah. us the story of how you ran across this event? Well, uh, Mar- uh, Goody, Goody Goodlow uh, contacted yeah. our friend. Our, yeah. And uh, he he contacted me, and he, and it, our guest is a, is a friend of his, and he contacted me with the information. He said, "There's this great show going on, and you know, you know me. You send me event yeah. information. I'm gonna post it." And um and so yeah. I contacted Corp. I was you know Goody did the introduction, and I contacted him, and it was like the easiest guest scheduling ever. It was, I mean, ever. <laughs> it was the easiest. I, I contacted him. I you know I just gave him the lowdown. You want to do the show? Blah blah blah. Uh, I said I'll need a, a, a headshot bio. Boom! Two minutes later, I had the headshot bio. Every everything was set up. It was great. So yeah. So okay. um, yeah, that's what we're doing today. I'm very excited. And All yeah, right. and, well, Jack, and I don't I don't know that they've ever done this before. I don't know. I mean, this mm-hmm. I think this is a, this this might be a one off thing, or it might be the first. It's part, I don't think there's been another one. So we'll we'll get the details from him. We will get the details, Jackie. <laughs> Who's our guest today? Our guest this morning is musician Corbin Jones. Now, Corbin hails from Denver, Colorado, where he began pursuing music with classical double bass studies in grade school. After graduating cum laude and completing a Bachelor of Music in Jazz Studies from USC, his love of groove led him to a career in performing and recording upright and electric bass and sousaphone. Uh, Notable jazz performances include collaborations with uh, Ron Miles, Munyungo Jackson, Bob Shepard, and many shows with Sammy Miller and the Congregation in the Appell Room of Jazz at Lincoln Center, the 2016 and 2017 Umbria Jazz Festivals, and the 2017 Monterey Jazz Festival. Uh, Corbin has also provided uh, bass work for 50 Cents, Kendrick Lamar, Gwen Stefani, and most recently, Sousaphone on Beyonce and Jay-Z's uh, OTR2 2018 World Tour. I know that stands for something. Uh, he'll get. He'll tell us what it is. Uh, so anyway, Corbin <laughs> and the West Coast Christmas Collective uh, will be presenting Let It Swing on Friday, December 14th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Hermosa Beach Community Theater. And this morning, we're going to learn what attendees can expect. Welcome to the program, Corbin. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Hey, hey. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. Did oh I pro- yeah. Did I pronounce everything right? Everything was pronounced spectacularly. Did okay. I pronounce spectacularly right? <laughs> <laughs> now, Corbin, uh we we, you know, here in the South Bay, obviously a lot of people from USC uh uh live in the South yeah. Bay. Uh USC, UCLA, whatever, you know, uh um uh, it's 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 a it's a USC town in many ways, and yet I have not yet met someone who graduated from USC with a degree in jazz studies. What is the jazz studies uh, school in USC like? Um, it's incredible. So there's there's uh, if you decide to go to college for jazz, then there's uh, several philosophies about how to study jazz. And uh, some schools have just a music program. So the whole college is a conservatory where there's just musicians and there could be hundreds of thousands of people who are just studying music. And what's so cool about the USC program is it feels like a conservatory when you're in the school, but you step outside and you're on this amazing university campus with 
a college and a, I mean, a football team and so many other colleges and a marching band. And uh, so, yeah, right. what's incredible, that was, that was what drew me to USC is um, there's all the amazing USC stuff that we know and love. And then within this one tiny corner of campus, you have world-class um, studio musicians and artists and, um, yeah, famous jazz musicians who are right. kicking our tails. Right. To get you to study stuff. What's the no. What's yeah, the great. name? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. The, there's a school of music. A very famous producer, and I am blanking on his name. Corbin, refresh At my USC. memory. What's the, yes? Yeah. Uh, Doctor oh. Dre, Jimmy Iovine uh, have like a, a program at USC. There's um, another one. Very famous. He did everybody from like the Carpenters to, and I'm blanking on his name, and I'm such a fan of his. I'm sorry. I'll I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. That's all right. Yeah, you can. Well, now the other thing on is still on the subject of uh, USC is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, USC United uh, uh, University of Southern California is a university, um, but they're composed of many colleges graduating summa cum laude from mm. one of the colleges of USC that's that's quite a calling card yeah you know uh i didn't know that i graduated summa cum laude until my mom pointed it out after the fact um yeah i think the danger of going to a conservatory at least if you're like me can be that you'll get so caught up in music that you're not paying attention to anything else and I still kind of did that even at the university. So I was like, I, I hope I graduate. And then it just turned out that uh, I was doing pretty well and wasn't paying attention. So, yeah, kind of amazing. Okay. Well, if that's what you yeah. do when you don't pay attention, um, <laughs> when you pay attention, what is it What is it that this group is about? This This particular name, mm-hmm. a unique name, the West uh uh what is it the west uh coast yeah, I call christmas it the west collective coast what is that about christmas collective i uh, what's what's that about i guess i'll i'll backtrack a little bit and i had the idea to do this thing um starting at usc there's a class where you're required as a jazz major to uh to study writing big band music which is like for people who don't know it's like when you're listening to Michael Bublé or Frank Sinatra, the band in the background is called a big band. It's got like 15 horn players and your piano and bass and drums. And it's a big part of uh, jazz music historically. So you're required to take this class. And uh, some reason, maybe a class I'd had earlier with the same professor, I was like, I'm not going to do well in this class. And I really was dreading taking this class. And he said, you can't turn in late assignments. I'll count it as a zero. And here I come in. I am like dragging my feet. I'm turning in this assignment late. And he's like, well, you wrote it, so we might as well hear it, but you're going to get a zero. And so I give Mm. out the music that I wrote to the band, and they play it. And he really, really likes it. And he's like, I never do this. I'm going to give you a C because you turned it in late. But it really was an A chart. And so that was the first time in my life ever that I considered that maybe I could be good at writing big man music. So fast forward, I fell in love with it. And uh, Mm -hmm. this summer I was traveling a lot 
um, with some amazing musicians who they have their own uh, history of studying big band music and they're incredible jazz musicians. Um, but I was just observing that they weren't the people who I saw around town playing big band music. And I just thought, you know, there's so many of us who have studied this music um, who don't get to share in it anymore, uh, as, as not, at least not as much as we'd like. So I just said, why don't I put together my own big band and we'll, uh, we'll do Christmas music because everybody loves Christmas mm-hmm. music. Um, in fact, right. I think kind of the only time that America listens to big band music is like at Christmas time um, or in an Italian restaurant uh, and Tony Bennett singing some songs and, yeah. and there's a big band. So anyways, it, it kind of just came from, I have a lot of friends in town um, who who are great musicians and I want to feature them. And so I, it, I was just trying to figure out like, how do I describe the nature of this band and uh, I actually just woke up and had this idea to call it the West Coast Christmas Collective. It sounded a little bit cooler than Corbin Jones' big band, but uh, it's essentially <laughs> just the Corbin Jones big band one time only at Christmas. I like it. I like it. Okay, but I, 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 I looked up that information. I was so wrong. It was uh, UCLA's. Herb Albert School of Music. I was confused. Uh, uh, terrible. We're terrible, not terrible. we're not talking about UCLA. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. So uh, we got the 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 West Coast Christmas Collective. Now, is this the first time you've done something like this here? Yeah, definitely. I have um, I've written big band arrangements for the bands at USC, but I've never assembled my own band. And I've definitely, I haven't performed in the South Bay, which is strange. I think I usually uh, just get called to to work for whoever. I'm a freelance musician. And it typically is not in the South Bay, um, which is too bad because I live in El Segundo and my church is in Hermosa Beach. And I have friends who are like, when are you going to play down here? And I'm like, I'll let you know when I do, but it's usually um, never. And so yeah, this is my first time putting on my own show, and it's in South Bay, and it's a big band, so I'm pretty excited to do all this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, good goodness knows we 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 have the venues down here, you know, and the Hermosa, yeah. you know, theater. I mean, is a great venue, and and it's so funny because um uh, on my website, uh, you know, throughout the year. Because I, I keep in touch, you know, Joe and I are big music fans, and I keep in touch mm-hmm. with what's going on. And I know a lot of, we have a lot of local musicians, a lot, a lot of local yeah. bands. Uh, they have regular gigs. You know, Jack Jack Tracy is a ukulele player. He plays down at the Barney's Beanery every Saturday. You know, Feed the Kid, Kitty has standing gigs at uh, Salt Creek Gil- Grill and El Segundo, they play all of yeah. they play at HT Grill. They they play all of um, uh, Evan Charles. Um, there's the guy that plays down at Tony's on the pier. You know, a guitarist every you know uh, every. So so I you know and I occasionally feature people. You know, um, in my blog I'll yeah. say, hey, you're not doing anything tonight. There's uh, so and so's playing at this place. Um, uh, so where was I going with this? Um, oh goodness, huh. I, this is what. I, great. Yeah, a, a ton of a ton of great music. Um, so, so, but, oh, I know where, so the holidays. So mm. right now on my website, I probably have a dozen holiday concerts going on. For some reason at the holidays, right. everybody is doing music. We've got the Torrance uh, Civic Choral, the Women's mm. Orchestral. I mean, 
you know, they're all doing holiday concerts. Um, it's funny that how – is it funny that the holidays brings out the music in everybody? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there really is something to be said about that. And uh, I don't know. It's not like Labor Day. There's a, a whole bunch of shows. Right. I guess there's, you know, maybe outdoor concerts. But there is something really special about Christmas music where it's oh, like absolutely. part of the culture of the whole holiday. You know, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. so funny. Plus, like, what is it, the day after Thanksgiving, that coast, the holiday music, you know, and they play yeah. it straight through to the New and, you know, one of these days, I'm going to count how many Christmas songs there are, how many holiday songs there are. They're not all Christmas. Oh, you wow. know, there's ones about sure. snowmen and other stuff. But I'd like to count them. I, I, I don't think there's more than 100 holiday songs, and they play them <laughs> over and over. But every over artist has done them. Every artist yeah. has done them. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you, can, you can listen to Blue Christmas by everybody from, you know, uh, uh, Elvis to John Bon Jovi right. to you, you know everybody does their own version of it and you know you never get tired of it I don't care you hear people complain I never get tired of listening to Same. holiday music it, it's just Same. it's just <laughs> it, it, it's the best I I it's got to be the best uh, not theme uh, genre genre of music <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah. Uh, it, it's gotta yeah. be, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Corbin, yeah. when you when you when you put this band together, was there a uh, uh, another particular musician that you wanted to play with, or or is it a, a roving uh, contingent of musicians that that join and uh, hang with the band? And do you play regularly, or is it just at the holidays? Um, I personally play music um, all year long, and if I don't, then uh, we can't pay our rent. So that's that's all that right. I do. Um, and right. then a lot of the guys in the band, I would venture to say 100% of the people in the band are in the same boat as me. They've studied music for, you know, 10-plus years. I'm the youngest one, so probably 20-plus years for most people. And, uh, and they play music to to support themselves and um I I like the idea because there are so many friends that I have who are who are in this boat who are incredible musicians and and I want to play with them I like the idea of there being like this revolving cast for if this becomes like an annual show um where there's there's always new people because I it's similar to you can hear Elvis play Blue Christmas or you can hear um, 50 Cent do Blue Christmas. Right. I think the changing the personnel gives a whole new character to to the show. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there, okay. I mean, there were people. So when I was on tour, like specifically one of my good friends who's a trombone player who was touring with me, I was like, dude, we have to do a big band Christmas show. So he's on it. Um, but there are other yeah. people who <laughs> I haven't seen all year who I love who who I've asked to play as well. Okay. okay, I have to okay. ask you, uh, um, this is funny, several months ago, it might be six, seven, eight months ago, my my older sister called me and she said, Jackie, I just watched the most amazing documentary on, it was on the PBS station, and mm. she was telling me, and it's called The Wrecking Crew, all right? Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I heard about it from her, 
And it kind of went in the back of my mind. A couple of weeks later, I was out with some friends, and somebody says, oh, my goodness, I watched the most amazing documentary called The Wrecking Crew. I must have heard about it from half a dozen different people over the last six months. So a couple of weeks ago, I was flipping on the TV, and I caught like the last 20 minutes of it. And it's 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 a PBS um, uh, show, so you couldn't get it on demand. And what they they were showing it as part of a fundraiser. Um, oh. So I thought, oh, if I want to watch this, I got to buy it. And of course, it's PBS. You know, it's a donation. It's it's a great you know yeah. organization. So I'm um, I'm just telling you this now and hoping my husband is not listening to this show today. Um, I mm-hmm. bought it on PBS, and it's one of his. Uh, he's going to get it in his stocking. The, the, yeah, the, you know, the, yeah. So, so what so is I, it? I'm assu- well, I'm assuming Corbin has seen it. Can you you want to tell us about it? Because I haven't seen the whole thing. Ah, uh, you know, it is a shame. I haven't actually been able to catch it, but I've also heard, you know, for um, I don't know how long. So professors don't hate me, but I have heard of it. Um, and there's yeah. actually a couple other similar documentaries that I have seen. Um, there's one called. Muscle Shoals, and there's one called Standing in the Shadows of Motown. And basically, someone did a, a bunch of crazy archive work to um, document the the work and some of the life and times of musicians who made some of our favorite hit records who didn't get recognition. So Standing in the Shadows of Motown is about... Um, Similar, uh, the funk, yeah. The Funk Brothers, yeah, the people who made all the Motown records. Um, and then the which one were we just talking about? Wrecking Crew. Oh, That's uh, West Wrecking Coast, Crew. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. Beach Boys and Muscle Shoals. Joe. Like uh, Seattle grunge uh, era music. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a documentary about all these studio musicians that played with everybody, as Corbin just said. You know, from right. the Beach Boys. To you know, I continue to turn. Frank you know, Sinatra, Sonny and Cher, for, the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah, they were just they they were not just they were studio musicians played on everything, but they never got credit. And yeah. and at just the last fifteen twenty minutes that I watch, I can't wait to see the rest of it because, as I said, I had all these people bringing it up saying, "Oh, I saw this great documentary." And um, yeah, so I, uh, my husband's getting that as a stocking stuffer this year. Uh, but but you know, mm-hmm. I enjoy getting I enjoy getting the backstory. You know, I think it's Ion TV that does a lot of uh, background uh, documentaries on oh. musicians. And I've watched several of those, everything from the Ramones to um, uh, 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 Leonard Skinner. To, you know, they do all of these, and it's so interesting because you know they're just all such interesting characters. Uh, yeah, never mind right. the music, right? So anyway, so it sounds like it sounds like you and your friends are 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 constructing another type of wrecking crew. Yeah, yeah, it would be really cool to see in uh who knows, ten, forty years that, to look back and be like, wow, like we we were really doing something. Make sure now, you, now you videotape everything. You. Videotape everything, Corbin. <laughs> videotape everything. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you about the business of music as you're experiencing it. You're you're saying, you know, everybody that's involved in the West Coast uh, Christmas Collective are working musicians, but not together. Have you ever thought about putting a big band together and then touring as a group? 
Um, you know, I haven't thought about that until very, very recently, maybe even this week. Um, and just from what I've observed, the the cost of touring is pretty high. So you, if you're touring with a, I'm not sure, a seven-piece operation versus a 20-piece right. operation, the, the cost is, the, it goes up. But I, right. uh, even even not touring, just even putting on a show, there's a certain cost. So right. for me, yeah. I right. just saved up an amount of money so that even if no one paid me back, I could finance putting on this show. And uh, and now the show exists, and, and I will be able to, to make some money back. So I think, theoretically, I could just save up enough to tour with the band for a week or however long, a couple, a month. And then, uh, and then go from there. See, see what happens. See who pays me back. But I, I do like the idea of, of working together more. I think as uh, free agents, we tend to work together whenever it randomly works that way. If someone else is calling mm-hmm. us to, or if someone calls me and says, you know, a great trombone player, then I can recommend my friend. But most of the time, we mm-hmm. leave our. Uh, collaborating and stuff kind of up to you know some other uh, authority yeah exactly yeah this is ever booking it yeah these well, studio musicians you, you, i think ahead, i Jeff. think what you need is a, i think what you need is a promoter you need somebody <laughs> who's who's sure. in it for the money who finds right. the venue who says okay i got a venue i got a date uh you know and Someone who can sell tickets, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what makes all the difference. You absolutely that's, right. Well, right. listen, let's wow. uh, let's do let's do a quick commercial, a uh, quick station break here, Joe, and uh, and then I I want to hear more about this. Then we're gonna listen to con- some music. We got, yeah, we got some music okay. here, so yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and we are talking about. Music in the South Bay, the West Coast Christmas Presents Let It Swing on Friday, December 14th, like tomorrow, tomorrow night from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Hermosa Beach uh, Community Theater. And uh, it's it's going to be amazing. Uh, the I guess we call you the leader of the band, right, Corbin? Yes, sir. Uh, the leader yeah. of the band, Corbin Jones, uh, who hails from uh, USC and and Denver, Colorado, has got a a, a bunch of notable uh, musicians involved, and we're going to really uh, really hear some great music in Hermosa Beach tomorrow night. So, without further yeah. ado, Corbin, you sent us three examples of music. Um, pick one yeah. of the three and tell me a little bit about it. Um, uh, let's start with the second one. It's called Freddy the Freeloader, and it's, um, Freddy the Freeloader is, uh, um, a Miles Davis song, and I arranged it, mm. so when Miles Davis did it, there were six musicians, and I arranged it for 18 musicians. Um, so, and then, in, in addition to, um, how do you say, like, expanding what six musicians did for 18 musicians. I also kind of flipped it, so I made it my own 
remix, if you will, of of Miles' mm-hmm. original. Yeah. So yeah, the, the uh, that's one. this Freddie the Freeloader was featured on the um, Kind of Blue, an album released in 1959, the year I was born, and I consider okay. Kind of Blue by Miles Davis to be, I would say, the ultimate sort of uh, first um, real jazz. <laughs> I mean, it is it is an amazing album. Every track is is amazing and 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 uh, is evergreen. Every time I listen to it, every year it it is still fresh and uh and uh real and uh i love that album kind of blue so here we go with uh corbin jones uh uh you 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 didn't just <laughs> uh, rearrange it you orchestrated it from six musicians yeah. to how many how many 18 i think 18 yeah <laughs> okay here we go with freddie the freeloader
flavor of what uh, you guys do. Um, yeah. Corbin, uh, <laughs> amazing. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we are we are in for a big treat tomorrow night, obviously. Um, this is something that when you think about these kinds of events, I mean, who's doing the promotion for this? Are you doing it or is someone else doing it? Yes, yeah, specifically for tomorrow, um, it's just it's just me. I had originally considered doing it at a jazz club in town and um I don't know what it is with with jazz heads. It could be like we spent so much time focused on just practicing our instrument that when it gets time to do real music business world stuff, we're kind of unprepared. But I, I was just like, you know, it it's just it's just a jazz club date. Like the venue will promote, I'll promote, and that's it. Whoever comes will come. And I I, I think it's maybe different if you're if you're trying to fill up like a sixty seat jazz club versus if you're like, hey, this is actually in an amazing event for the community and it seats five hundred people. I you know now maybe too late retrospectively I'm like, yeah, this could have used. A different kind of promotion, but yeah, it's it's just well, it's, five hundred five hundred five seats. Yep, it's on my website. It's on, the website. It's on yeah. my website. It's on the website. Maybe. So 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 people will see it, and you know, Hermosa, you know, that 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 community center is is such an incredible amenity. They put on stuff there every day, all year long, mm. uh, and and you know, my husband and I have gone to many shows there. And wow. it's great. It's Pier Avenue. It's so walkable. You go to a yeah. show, and then after you can go out for a nice dinner someplace. You know, go for a drink someplace beforehand. Go to the yeah. show, and then walk down Pier Avenue and and have have a lovely dinner. I mean, it's just it's a terrific location. Yeah. What, what's I, the price? Yeah. What's the price for the tickets, Corbin? The price is ten dollars. Yeah, and for people under 18, it's $5, just because I remember wanting to go hear music and not having money when I was 15, 16, so, yeah. $10 a ticket, mm-hmm. and if you're under 18, it's 5 bucks. Yes, sir. So, if you're under 18, hopefully we can get a group of people to go, we got to get this out there. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I really am expecting that it will be awesome, and I'm just hoping to share that with people. Yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Are you yeah. recording this event? Is it is it being videotaped, as Jackie says? Yeah, it's being filmed and recorded, and I'm hoping to get that out there for people uh, relatively quickly after. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, I think, I so think we're going to have an amazing document. show. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be an amazing show. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Too. Now, was there something else that you wanted to cover, Jackie? Or you, you, uh, you uh, after the break? Well, I want to listen to some music. I'm, 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 I'm digging right. the tunes. All right, good. all right. Well, we've got, we've got two other examples. Tell us a little bit about one of them, Corbin. Um, the first one that I sent you, um is an original of mine. So tomorrow night is just going to be music from your favorite Christmas movies or just everyone's favorite Christmas music. And I'm 
arranging it, kind of like the first example we showed um, with Freddie Freeloader. But the song that I sent you first um, is called Woe to the Simple-Minded Man. And that's mm-hmm. an original that, that I wrote. Um, and I had been traveling, and it kind of just came out and of my brain, and I wrote it down. And then when I was home for a second, I recorded it with some friends. So it's maybe even a rough draft, but I really do like how it sounds. So it's a uh, trumpet, saxophone, piano, bass, drums, and uh, it's just this cool little idea where I, where I feel like it's a musical sentence that almost sounds like it's English and uh, mm. it just repeats over and over and over. So that's that's this, uh, this song, Woe to the Simple-Minded Man. Okay, well, let's let's give it a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Corbin Jones, Woe to the Simple-Minded Man.
Okay. Wow. <laughs> Carbon, that's amazing. Now, I mean, that, that's a that's classic right there. I love that. Thank you. It is really. classic, that classic style. It is classic jazz. I have to, I got to ask you, you know, the recording yeah. industry has undergone, you know, massive changes, you know, over the last, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years or whatever. Um, mm. Now, we know that you are, first and foremost, a studio musician, but what about what about recording your own music? Um, do, you, do, you, do you have a record label you work with? I mean, how can people listen to that song again? Um, I haven't officially released it. It's kind of like floating around the Instagram world. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't have a label. A lot of my friends who are who are making amazing music are are releasing and promoting it independently. Um mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's totally changed. I kind of um have been hearing that like it, the I was fortunate that the age I grew up in was the age where the industry was changing. And I think if I had been any older it would have been more difficult to uh, to figure out what's going on. If you had started by recording your music and you have record deals or whatever, and then you're not getting money back like they used to, I think that would be pretty traumatizing. I grew up basically in my uh, a musical adulthood saying, okay, you don't make money by recording music. And so actually the piano player and the drummer in that in that recording we just heard, we have a band. In our first album, we released it independently um, on a platform called bandcamp.com, and we released it for free. We just said, if you want to donate because you felt moved, so then great. And that album sold way more than our next album when we just charged five bucks. We're like, okay, similar concept. It's just five bucks. You can donate more the free one made more money. And so it's just interesting to see how this whole, this whole thing works. I don't, I don't know. Like people can rip audio off of the internet, however, you know, anything, however they want. And so that's not where we make money anymore. And I think there's still something important. It's important to record your music and to express that. And that's probably still the best way to share it with people. We have fans, all over the world because we've recorded it and put it online. But I think the money comes from somewhere else now. Um, not yeah, touring, touring. Yeah, touring, yeah. It's, it's amazing. I find it amazing what you just said. Uh, you make your music and you put it out. You don't make money from recording music anymore. Um, it, 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 there's, there was such a shift in that industry. I mean, music today is basically free. Um I would imagine wow. that I would, yeah, I mean, I've heard uh, several, you know, big famous musicians. Van Morrison is one of them. He's still touring because he has like five ex-wives he, he's paying uh, alimony on. And, and it's the only way he makes money. He doesn't make money selling records anymore. He can only make money doing tours. And he's like, what, in his 80s and he's still touring, you know. Um, so so that's, that's where money's made. And, of course, uh, copyright, I would imagine. Like if somebody hears that mm. they want to play their version of it. Um, you know, copywriting, but that that's amazing to me that, but, but as you said, in this day and age, you know, that's how it's done. It's, it's just com- been completely turned on its head. And Joe, you know, yeah. it's interesting because you were asking before about promoting, hmm. you know, 
Mm-hmm. It's like any business. It's like any business, all right? Corbin is a musical artist, okay? He's mm-hmm. not an accountant. Mm-hmm. He's not a promoter. You know, a, it, you know, <laughs> so so it's like anything. You know, you could you could have a flower shop and you could arrange beautiful flowers, but you don't know how to keep a set of books, you know? Um right, it, right, it's it's right. the same in any business, but in, in addition to that, um you know, it's not. You know, he's he's creating this incredible music, and and he's putting it down on tape or how, however you say it these days. It's not tape. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, you're recording it, uh, but 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 then it but then it's out there. You need in the Twitterverse and the Facebook universe. You know, you have to have a, a a social media guru that knows where to take your product and get it out there. You know, it's not you. You don't just yeah. upload it to Facebook and Twitter, you know, it's a, it's a whole other, it's, it's like any other business, you know, you, you, you can create something, but if you don't have somebody out there selling it, um, you know, it's, it, it people aren't going to hear it, but I mean, that was amazing. That was amazing. That it, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. classic jazz in, in the best sense. Uh, you know, I want, I want to listen to that again. So I gotta, I gotta go out there and find it. Amazing. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's right. On, Instagram. on Instagram. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, you're totally this is... right. It pays to have people who will really do that job. It costs money, right. but it right. also, yeah, makes money. Yeah, yeah you're, it's not just your, you got your marketing person. You, you know, you got your your. It, it's a whole. There's a whole army of people behind the artists, no matter what type of artist they are. Uh, that yeah, that has right. to get that about there because we don't want you wasting your time doing that. We want you making music, and I got to tell you, I can't wait to hear, you know, what you're going to do with Santa Claus is coming to town tomorrow night. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, you, you're going to do you're going to do jazz versions. Just can you just give us a hint of a couple of the songs that you're going to be playing that we might know? Yes, um, I'm doing uh, Sleigh Ride, and that one is uh, very like swinging classic kind of straight ahead jazz sounding song. There's a really famous version that Ella Fitzgerald did and that's my favorite version of Sleigh Ride ever in the whole world, always. And so I was really struggling, like how do I make my own version of this song that still stands out as mm. potentially a classic piece. So anyways, you can come hear that tomorrow. That'll be cool. And then I'm also doing a twist on Deck the Halls. It definitely doesn't sound like uh, a children's song anymore. But um, yeah, those two will be really cool tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, so the, so uh, let me let me get my glasses on here. So uh, Corbin and the West Coast Christmas Collective, uh, let it swing tomorrow night, Friday, December fourteenth, from seven to nine p.m. at the Hermosa Beach Community Theater. Uh, tickets are ten bucks. Uh, if you're under eighteen, they're only five bucks. All right, it's a Ooh, terrific nice. venue. The ticket price is fantastic. Amazing. I mean, when you think about concert prices these days, it's ridiculous. So, ten bucks is fantastic. Uh, you heard just a couple of uh, a little bit of uh, of the talent that is going to be on display tomorrow night, uh, and 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 it's and I think it's going to be a fantastic show. So exciting, um, Corbin. How can people learn more about you listen to your music do you have a website is it are you just on instagram do you uh where, where do you want people to go to 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 hear your music yeah the website is pending so stay tuned 2019 um if people want to join my mailing list i think that's the best otherwise if you just want to hear more um instagram and youtube if you google corbin jones bass you'll find me um okay but yeah my 
my email also very easy is corbinjonesbase at gmail.com. Um, so join the mailing list or Google me more music. Yeah. Uh, so that's that would be an email, not snail mail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, because when you hear mailing list, I'm not going to mention I'm not going to mention who it is, but there's a local organization here. I signed up for their mailing list, and I get something in the mail every month. In the actual yeah. mail, oh. which I think it's hysterical. You oh, know, I, right. I I haven't got yeah I haven't got, gotten anybody you know anything like they, that. How can they afford moment. that? I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that is expensive. Yeah, this is electronic. This will be free. Yes. All right. Okay. Wow. So um, we only have a couple of minutes left in the show. So, uh, Joe, shall we shall we uh, say goodbye to Corbin and end it with the last song? Get a little bit of information about Let's the last song that. we have. Let's do that. Yeah, Corbin, Amazing. tell me about the third piece. Um, the third piece I sent you. There's a there's a famous jazz uh, musician, Cannonball Adderley. He actually one of his albums that is my favorite. He recorded at the Lighthouse in Hermosa Beach. And he says, hmm. you should give the audience 50% of what they want to hear and 50% of what you think they should hear. So this third piece is kind of my attempt to um, to do that. It's an arrangement of Drake's song that got pretty popular in my feelings. The one's like, ki, ki, do you love me? And so I arranged that for uh, seven brass instruments. I actually didn't get my friend's approval to post it because we didn't feel like it was our best performance. But it's fun. It'll be there just for a short while. So, yeah, this is my arrangement of Drake's In My Feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure. We're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to go out on, uh, it's Kiki In My Feelings. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go out on... Well, actually, we're not going to go out. It's only a short piece, so we'll be back to say goodbye. Here we go. Kiki and my feelings. That's it. Kiki and my feelings. 
Well, this has been a great uh, hour because uh, I think a lot of people are going to get a sense. New music, new music. Uh, you're going to be able to to experience new music. Uh, Corbin Jones and the West Coast Christmas Collective present Let It Swing on Friday, tomorrow, December 14th, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Hermosa Beach Community Theater. Prices are amazing. Ten bucks a, a ticket plus five dollars for under 18. Fantastic pricing. Let's fill up the seats, ladies and gentlemen. Let's fill them up. You know, I feel like, Joe, I feel like we're at the beginning of something here with Corbin. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he's obviously a very accomplished musician, doing a lot of studio yes. work. And this is this is kind of his first time doing this. I think it's the beginning of something that's going to be incredible. Right. Uh, it's been wow. a right. pleasure having, having you on the show, Corbin. Thank you guys, seriously, for having me and, and, I don't know, being amazing hosts. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You got to remember us when you're big and famous. Oh, you got to remember us. Be <laughs> you, you better be back. <laughs> All great, right, Joe, let's great. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thank you very, very much. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We expect to see you tomorrow at the Hermosa Beach Community Center, uh, Community Theater. And of course, thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. That's Thanks, our guys. show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Corbin. We'll see you soon.